Welcome to the Refresh Her podcast. My name is Denise Cunningham, and on this podcast targeted for women, I long to encourage you in your heart, your home, and your life. Let's open the scriptures and be refreshed by the truth from God's Word. I have sometimes appointments that are waiting for me that are dreaded appointments. Do you ever feel that way? You see something on your calendar and you just have this fear or just complete dread of that day actually coming. It isn't dreaded because it's going to be a fun day. No, it's dreaded because it's something that is not so much fun. It's not a celebration. It's not a holiday, but it's an appointment, an appointment to do something that I'm dreading. For me, that would be a dentist appointment. Do you feel that way about the dentist? I don't mind a regular routine and those checkups, whatever, but if there's any work to be done, a filling or a crown or whatever, something like that, I just, I look at the calendar and I see that marked on my calendar and it just stares at me like a angry bull. I know it's coming and I just absolutely dread it. And I even find that I make reference to other dates around that one date. You know, the upcoming celebration to do something else will be after my dentist appointment. Or we go on vacation just before my dentist appointment. So on and on it goes until finally that dreaded thing is over with. When I look in Scripture at the New Testament and I look at the life of Christ, I'm reminded that he had an appointment before him that was the reason that he came. He had an appointment of death. In John chapter 10, verse 15, it tells us that Jesus says, I lay down my life for the sheep. He came to die for our sins, and that reason for him coming was always before him. It drove him in everything that he did. It was the reason that he came to this earth. And in scripture, we see that he did it willingly. He knew that's why he was coming and he left heaven willingly to suffer on the cross for us. And he makes many references to his death and his suffering as he walked and as he ministered during his lifetime. For example, in Mark chapter 14, Mary of Bethany has come and she anointed his feet and his head with oil, and she was rebuked by those that were watching and told her that she was wasting the perfume. But listen what Jesus says as a response to these those that rebuked her. He said, let her alone. Why trouble ye her? She hath wrought a good work on me. For ye have the poor with you always. And whensoever ye will, ye may do good to them. But me you have not always. She had done what she could. She has come aforehand to anoint my body to the burying. Jesus was acknowledging the fact that she was doing this in the fact that he, she knew he was going to die for her. This is only one of the many times that the Lord makes reference to the fact that he's going to suffer on the cross. Luke chapter 9, 
verses 21 and 22 say, And he strictly warned and commanded them to tell no one, saying, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised the third day. This appointment to die on the cross was always before him. He always knew that he would suffer the wrath of God for our sin as he bore our punishment on the cross. And, you know, an amazing thing to me is that he could have said no. He could have retreated, but he didn't. He fulfilled God's plan for our salvation, despite the awfulness and the bearing of our sin, the isolation from the Father and the pain that he knew he would suffer on the cross. That date with death was fulfilled, but I'm so thankful to remember also that so was his resurrection. And you know, as I've been pondering that thought about Jesus following that appointment with death, it just makes me shake my head when I look at my own wimpiness in obeying the Lord, in following him as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus kept on knowing that this appointment was before him. But sometimes, even after I have trusted Christ as my Savior, my pressing forward to follow Christ really brings no suffering. We are blessed here in the United States at this time, anyway, that we can serve the Lord without a threat on our life. There's no real risk involved. There's no pain. There's no persecution for the most part. Yet it's so easy for me to often go my way instead of following the Lord's way. I serve often when it's convenient or if it's convenient or if it's easy or if it fits in what I'm planning to do that day or if I feel like it. But I've asked myself as I've considered the fact of Jesus taking up the cross and following through to die for my sins, I've asked myself, am I really following Christ when I have an attitude of passivity? What was Jesus' command to us after he was talking about his death? There in Luke 9, we just read that he talked about that he was going to be dying. Right after that, he gave a command. It says, he said to them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. He said to them all, not just to the disciples, but to all the people. Those are words for anyone who knows the Christ as their Savior. Those are words to me. I am to deny myself and take up my cross. Now, when Jesus spoke these words, everybody that was listening knew what he meant. Because in the Roman world, before a man would die on a cross, he had to carry his cross, or at least that horizontal beam. And he had to carry it to the place where he would be executed. Carrying a cross always led to death. No one just carried a cross for fun. And the first 
hearers of Jesus didn't need an explanation of what he was saying. They knew that it was an unrelenting instrument of torture, of death, and of humiliation. If someone took up his cross, he never came back. It was a one-way journey to death. When we read this command here in Luke chapter 9, we also learn that the extent of it is to do it daily. We are to take up our cross and deny ourselves daily. That's what Jesus said. Every day. Paul even reminds us in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 when he said, I die daily. No one could be crucified literally every day. But daily, we can have the same attitude that Jesus had. And this is following Jesus at the very simplest form. He carried a cross. And so followers of Jesus must also carry one. He walked to his self-death, and so must everyone else who follows him. I am to die daily. Now, I ask myself the question, what might I have to die to? My plan? My agenda? My ideas? My comforts? My wants and desires? My ease? And literally, my very life. To die to what I think I need. A dead person can do nothing, and I am to reckon myself dead. Romans chapter 8 reminds us that in verse 10, it says, And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. So I am to deny myself, to consider myself dead, and know that a dead person can do nothing. So I just show up dead to myself. And I say, Lord, I don't have any rights of my own, but I stand before you today and I'm ready to follow you. You know, this kind of appointment of denying ourself is not the dreaded kind like my dentist appointment. This is the kind of denial that brings the greatest peace, the greatest joy, because then we get to experience what God wants for our lives that day. Then we get to be used by him. I'm reminded in Hebrews chapter 12 that says, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. If it was a joy for the Lord Jesus to endure the cross, then we can have joy as we daily take up our cross to follow him. That does mean denying myself. It means letting go of my own self-centeredness and putting my focus on others, on what the Lord would want me to do. 
Jesus the only is the only one who could do this perfectly. And and I fail in, at this so often. But then the Lord's mercies are new every day. The next day I get up and I say, Lord, here I am. As my husband has been recently saying in our church, we show up DOA, dead on arrival. I am not going to live for myself today. Lord, here I am. And I just open my palms and I surrender myself again to the Lord anew to follow him. It was his joy to go to the cross because he loved us so much. And you know, that same heart, that same love is what should motivate us in following the Lord and denying ourselves, taking up that cross that is a reminder to me that I have no rights of my own, but I'm surrendered to him. Can I just ask you, are you carrying your cross beam today and counting yourself as dead? Are you denying yourself consistently and following Christ? Or are we only doing it when it's easy, when it fits into my schedule, when it fits into my plans? Let's consider the dread of the cross that Christ willingly took for us. And do as we read in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 3, for consider him who endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. Think about what Christ did for you, and then just say, Lord, I'm dead to myself, but Christ lives in me, and I want to live for him today. What joy there is in keeping that kind of appointment. I pray that you will find victory and the joy that the Lord has for you as you surrender yourself to deny yourself and take up your cross to follow him even today. You can go to my blog at refreshher.com and get more encouragement and refreshment for your life. Thank you for listening today.